All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. New single men and new experiences to talk about. Some good, some eh, not so great. We're going to cover all of that today. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing site, not only because it allows you to connect with people, but because it allows you to do it safely. We talk to people all the time about making sure you're using secure sites for your lifestyle fun. And Cassidy takes it very seriously. For example, you can get certified on Cassidy to let other people know you're not a fake or a catfish or any of those stupid things. And most importantly, Cassidy has so many different security protocols in place to protect your personal information and make sure you're not outed. That's obviously very important to a lot of lifestylers. So if you just want to focus on the fun, start meeting sexy people, see the events happening in your area and do it all with peace of mind, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to try it free for an entire month. We hope to see you at Cassidy.com. So we are days away from going to New Orleans, which I know you're fucking thrilled about heading to New Orleans in July. Yeah, this is my excited face. Yeah, for you listening right now, it's not an excited face. Yeah, it's, it's a not. fucking annoyed face. Yeah, I, am, <laughs> I am bothered at the entirety of it, to be honest with you. I'm, or, I'm already worn out by it. Yeah, well, I really am. it's going to be hot as fuck. In fact, what everyone has told us, like everyone that lives there that we've been talking to or that has been in the past is like, it is going to be fucking hot and sweaty. And I know myself well enough to know I'm going to be sweating like the fucking fat kid in dodgeball, okay? I, I told you, I, you know, I lived in Houston. I don't like that humid at all. No, I lived in Texas for 30 years, 15 of it in Houston, spent, I don't even know how many summers in fucking New Orleans. It's 100% humidity at 100 fucking degrees. You're wearing a wet, hot blanket all day long. <laughs> There's no way you're getting out of it because the weather in Houston's no fucking different. It's the same climate, uh, that subtropical fucking 30 feet below sea level shit. Yeah. You know, it's built on a swamp. You're fucking hot and wet. That's just the way it goes. That's July, why we live in the desert now. It's the worst place. The worst time to be there in the, is the fucking summer. It's horrible. Yeah. You know? So yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to that at all. It's also a lot of fucking people. You know how I get. I, I'm already on edge. I'm not even there yet. I know. You know, I'm already counting the Xanax, how many I'm going to need. <laughs> For the entire trip, I'm taking some to take while I'm there, not I just think for the you flight. Should. Because I'm, I, I'm, I can already feel my blood pressure going up. Like I, I already know what's going to happen. Food's already an issue for me, so I got that running through my head. Well, let's just be honest. Let's be 100% real here. You are not a good traveler. Period. We've talked many times. You like your fucking routine. You like your familiarity. You don't like having to, you know, get out of your comfort zone. No, I do. This not. is a whole different level of getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it's yeah. It sucks, and I'm I'm on edge thinking about it. I've already worked myself into a lather thinking about what I'm going to have to do for food. Well, I think one of the things that I would love for us to do while we're in New Orleans, and we've talked about this at other events, and it's gone very well for us, is like if there's something I want to go do and I'm in a safe environment to be able to go by myself, I'm just going to fucking do it, and vice versa. Like I want us to be able to have a little bit of autonomy at this event because I am excited. I am so fucking pumped for this. I don't expect a single naughty thing 
thing to happen. It could, but I'm more so just, I want to meet as many people as possible. I want to see everything there is to see. So if we're not on the same page with that, that's okay. It's not the end of the fucking world. Well, you're going to see a whole lot. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I'm sure I have. I've seen all I need to see of New Orleans, but I want you to see it, which is the main reason we're going that, and obviously for professional reasons. But yeah, it, it'll it be what it'll be, you know. <laughs> I, I'm I, Like I said, I'm already worked up over the flight. I gotta, we have a connecting flight. It's already fucking me up, so I can't take my fucking meds right out of the gate. Got to fly to L.A. first for the little fucking jaunt to the fucking west coast uh you know just to go back in the other fucking direction for four and a half hours so yeah i'm, I'm you know i'm already on edge about the whole fucking thing you know we'll see when i get there like i said i'm gonna take gummies and i'm gonna take xanax well i am fucking pumped I, tonight i'm gonna get my outfits all laid out i'm you know i'm not going over the top for any of the themes like i'm not the type there's one night that's like a pirates and wenches night or something i'm not fucking dressing up like a pirate yeah, I'll, i don't I'll know what my fucking eye patch i don't know why people have to dress up like pirates to fuck each other it's just a weird concept to me and i know i'm a thousand percent in the minority on that too so just know if you're listening i'm not judging you if you fucking love it i just don't completely understand it no i you know how i feel about it. but i've just put accessories on like there's one night that's a heaven and hell so i got some devil ears and some you know red fishnets and that sort of thing so i'm excited for that kind of stuff i just don't want to i don't know i don't want to go over the top with any of it either don't count on that happening with me obviously we all know you're not going to wear any fucking angel wings there are no angel wings in my suitcase i promise you that right fucking i would pay to see you wearing angel wings it'll never fucking happen i know it won't it'll never happen yeah i i've just look it's all i'm going to be able to do just to tolerate the crowd the last thing i'm going to do is be able to get dressed in costume right i need to be as comfortable as possible so that i can feel as relaxed as possible well the other thing that people gave us a lot of tips on for naughty though is like there are a lot of opportunities for quieter downtime like for example there are two pools there are two hotels for this particular event one of them is kind of a rager the other one is like a very quiet yeah subdued pool day right so you can go to that to kind of get away from the craziness you know plus you have your own room on property yeah. so you can always escape for an hour lay down recharge yeah but there's also places that i know i know that we can go to away from all that crazy bullshit that's yeah. not far away at all and we won't run into anybody there okay. so we can we can get the fuck out of there are they dives oh yeah Oh, well, yeah. I fucking love dives. What are you talking that's about? That's where I mean, those are the places that I know. So I we can we can get out in, into the, you know, into the neighborhoods. We don't we don't need to fuck with all that. If we need to get out, we can get out. So we also had two of our own events since the last time we put up a podcast. Did we? Oh yeah, yes. Denver, 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 and, and the uh, first Tees night of teas. Yeah, so yeah. let's talk about Denver first. First of all, best event. One of top three best events. One of the best events we have ever fucking hosted. It yeah. was seamless. It was drama free. I think it was right up there with Phoenix. In my opinion. And probably the second pod bash. And the second pod bash. Yeah. I think it was absolutely. And we've hosted that event in Denver five times? No, that was number four. Four? Okay. Plus the the black tie dinner. So that would be five. But yeah, that was without a doubt seamless, without drama, without bullshit, attractive, attractive, sophisticated crowd, well-dressed, I mean, well-behaved, nice people. Not a single issue the entire fucking night not only not a single issue not a single fucking complaint no nothing zero out of place it was and and of course we know personally that there are some factors involved in that that are we don't need to share but 100 percent in just a fucking flawless event when you think of an event going off without a hitch i mean that was it yeah that was it and to for anyone who's been to that facility before 
you already know it's not the easiest place in the world to get to under normal circumstances. Uh, the main road that connects the airport to that main drag was underwater because of how much rain they had had. So your GPS was fucking with you and taking you 30 minutes out of the way because you couldn't traverse that street. The police had it blocked off. Even with that, everyone on the guest list showed up. Yep. It was 100%. And was thrilled to fucking be there. It was just such yeah. a good... I loved that event. I cannot wait to fucking go back to Denver and do something like that Halloween, again. Halloween, wife Halloween. That's what it looks like. We haven't ticketed that, so don't Not don't yet. give away too we many details. We haven't ticketed it yet, but we, that is That the may plan. be in the works. That's all we're saying. Yeah, we want a hot wife Halloween. No one fucking does it. No one's ever done it. No one takes care of the hot wife folks or the single dudes. And I think that's the best place to do it. Yeah, that'd be super fun. And yeah. then last night we did the inaugural night of Tease Las Vegas. Man, how cool was that? It was so fucking cool. And what's really cool to see is like, obviously when we were talking about Tease to begin with on bonus episodes on social media, you had all of these people who didn't really completely understand the concept. We had our friends reaching out to us here that's, asking us what's going on. That's the point of Tease. That's yeah. why it's called Tease People. Yeah. You have to trust a little bit, okay? You have to take a leap of faith and you have to see what we have fucking in store for you so i can't even tell you guys exactly what happened at t or tell you where it is either because the whole point is that it's shrouded in mystery you're getting there and you have no idea what to really expect until you step through the doors but people took a fucking leap of faith we they had did. a great crowd once again super attractive very well dressed crowd just a good group of people it was so much fun i had so much fun last yeah, night very easy very smooth it was the right kind of folks in the right environment. It was not a hot wife event, but we did have some single guys there. We had a group. This is so funny. So I posted about it on Reddit on one of the like local Las Vegas pages on right. Reddit. And so I had a bunch of people reaching out to me on Reddit and on Instagram, like, where is this? And I'm like, I can't tell you. It's a speakeasy. The whole point is like, you have right. to get the instructions through this kind of clandestine way. Right. That's what makes it fun. And certain people were like pissed off about that. I'm like, right. well, then maybe this isn't the concept for you. Well, here's the issue that we run into. And this is a Vegas specific issue. There's a lot of bullshit that takes place in this space in Las Vegas. Yeah. It's constant with the frauds, right? Also, people are doing shit illegally and they can't give you the location because like, oh, we do, we're doing a suite party. Don't worry about what hotel or what room. Just sign up, pay me your 125 bucks and we'll send you the information the day of. Well, they do that because if they don't, they're going to get shut down. Right. It's illegal. You can't throw a fucking suite party in Las Vegas. Right. If there's gaming and alcohol in that hotel, you can't do it. So... That's why people are skeptical because a lot of times they show up to this stuff and it's like, oh, you fucking people, you dupe me. Yeah. Right? So, oh, I, we've I heard horror stories about people not stories. getting their money back. Well, showing up and it's already, Vice has broken it up. And, or they're there for 20 minutes. All of a sudden, the you know, you know hotel staff is knocking on the door yeah, saying they have to over. break it up. Yeah, yeah. So I get the trepidation. I really do. Because it's Vegas and there's a lot of fucking traps. But look. If you know who we are and you've been to any of our events, you know we're not going to put ourselves in a situation to fail. We have an opportunity to host events with a group that's doing some events here in town. And they're not bad events. They have a one one facility is really nice. Yep. The problem is they're not doing it lawfully. Right. And I cannot fuck with you. Yeah. I want to because I like them. And I think they've got a really good kind of core. But 
And it's a beautiful fucking facility. It's, it's amazing. But, but it's are, operating illegally. They're underground. They've already pissed off the neighborhood. Yeah. There's TROs all over the fucking place in that neighborhood because of what they're doing. It's like, man, I can't fuck with you. I can't run the risk of bringing people to your facility just to have the fucking cops break this thing up and everybody leaves in handcuffs. Right, exactly. Can't do it. So, you know, you got to trust us when we tell you it's fucking cool and there's so It's many, not illegal. <laughs> not only is it not illegal, it's one of the only legally licensed licensed buildings in the city capable of doing this yeah how about that oh it's so cool so, yeah it's a fucking unique opportunity and you just got to trust us when we say you, you got to give it a shot yes you know, play space was bumping Four, there were four people in that fucking room that were just having at it. Uh, it was really kind of funny because every once in a while there'd be like a lull in the music as you know as things were happening, and you can hear all kinds of noises coming out of there. It was a good time, just a sexy fucking environment with you know with cool folks. It was great. Yeah. So the next so, one, uh, August, will be the first Saturday of August. Yep, first Saturday of every month. So if you guys yep. are coming into Las Vegas and want us to tease you, yep. <laughs> see what I did there. In fact, it's the it's August fifth because we have the pool party at the Lexi during the day. Yep. And then we have teas at night. It, that's a full fucking day. We're going to need two days off after that. I'm going to need to sleep a little. We're going to sleep hard. Yeah. We're going to sleep like dead people the Sunday yeah. after that Saturday. We are going to leave the pool party at like six and head over. Got to go home and change and then head over to the club. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be something. We're so fucking stupid. Why oh, do we do this shit to fuck. ourselves? We are dumb as fuck. <laughs> well, this, We make poor life choices. Well, it's funny because like everything that's gone on this past 10 days, right? ish between our personal shit and and all the work like there's been some train wreck moments in the last 10 days some of the most difficult 10 days we've dealt with for me personally right yeah and, and for me by proxy i mean for it's, sure it's yeah. been very very taxing for you and that's difficult for me to see because you're usually very very like mentally and emotionally strong right. and so when you're not it's kind of like i don't know what to do with myself because i'm usually the one that's a mess and you're yeah. not yeah <laughs> so. for sure i definitely had my moments this week or like i said the past 10 days but in between all of that has been some of the hottest sex you and i have had together in as long as I can remember, because the experiences that you've been having have just translated into this uh, combustible kind of thing between us, right? right. I mean, it, it's crazy. Crazy. It's been so fucking hot. And the other thing I think has been kind of a driver of that, though, is you and I do use sex as like a uh, stress reliever oh there's no question like when we're stressed we want to touch each other we want to be naughty with each other because that is what brings our bl blood pressure down and you can think that's toxic all you fucking want but it works for us oh wait i'll give you toxic i hadn't slept for like three days right i couldn't sleep <laughs> right i fell asleep I, I finally left the couch one morning at like four to get into bed with you i slept for about an hour and a half and i was up making coffee at like 5 30 I, I haven't been able to sleep so one night I, I was finally done, like the night that this whole this whole issue we were dealing with kind of came to a fucking head, I drank myself to sleep, okay? <laughs> Literally, that's how this went down. You were out on a date with a friend. Yeah. I was out dealing with this bullshit. I come home and you get home. I'm already drinking. Actually, I had gone out to dinner myself because you were out to dinner. No, I, no, no. That was the night that I played at the house with this guy that we're going to talk about today. I oh, played no, with you're him right. that That's day. right. You were at the house. Yeah. I went and dealt with my bullshit. Then and you, you were, went out to dinner. I had took two myself drinks. out to a steak dinner and had fucking two glasses of bourbon. I then went home. You were there, and I just start. I start unloading on you everything that just happened, and I'm or I, I just continue drinking. Yeah. And before you know it, you and I are listening to music. We're having this conversation, and now it's like one a.m. I have gone through half a bottle of really good bourbon, <laughs> and 
I was like, okay, I think maybe I could sleep tonight. This might actually work out. But then, of course, you're telling me about this experience that you had with the guy you're going to talk about today. And I just stripped my clothes off in the living room, went into the bedroom, put on the sex lamp. You had the music on. I'm like, hey, get in here and suck my cock real quick. And then it that turned into like two hours of dirty, disgusting, naughty monkey sex. Every position, we're sweating all over it each was other. funky. It was fucking hot is what it was. And fortunately, in the morning, I remembered most of it. I feel good about that. Most of it, I, I, have, a, I have a very good recollection of most of what took place. It was down and dirty. Yes, it was. So, yeah, amongst all the bullshit that happened, and it was absolute horrible, just a horrible 10 days for me. The experiences that you had just translated into all this crazy sex. And even when I was in a completely fucking stone cold drunken stupor, uh, that didn't stop me. Yeah. And not sleeping for three days. Not sleeping for a, at least three days solid. I did not sleep. I could not shut my brain off. I was just so fucking angry and worked up. And it felt like such an asshole that I could not stop myself from, like, I was just awake. I was watching reruns. Uh, I think I watched five seasons of NYPD Blue until 4 o'clock in the morning. Jeez. That's how fucking ridiculous At I least was. pick something good, like Vanderpump Rules or something. Stop it with that. <laughs> Some bullshit. Jersey Shore? Come on, man. No, I had to go back to the 90s. fun. <laughs> no, no, no. So, yeah, I was... Your male uh, soap operas, that's what I call them. Uh, listen, that, and you watch, like, fucking Sons of Anarchy and shit. I'm like, that's sure. basically just a violent male version of a soap opera. I needed to see some fucking aggro shit. It's just something <laughs> I needed. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's been interesting. It's been this whole, this, like, last two weeks, really, ten days, has been, like, this this juxtaposition of emotions and everything that's been going on. It's so super hot shit, super, super not hot shit. Super lows, super highs, yep. just crazy roller coaster shit. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm excited to get away from it for a little bit. I know you're not excited to go to New Orleans, but it will be nice to have a little bit of a change of scenery, a little bit of a change of pace. Obviously, we're still going to be working while we're there. We can't take five days off. No. But it'll be significantly no. less work than we usually do. So yeah. I think it'll be a good change of tempo, if nothing else. Uh, I certainly hope so. <laughs> I'm hoping something comes out of this. Be positive, man. Be uh, positive. I'm here to tell you what I'm going to be is fucking... <laughs> high probably on fucking Xanax because there's no way I'm going to function. Is at... weed legal in Louisiana? I, uh, Can we I, take gummies? I, I'm taking them. Oh. I give a fuck if they are or not. I'm okay, taking them anyway. I have no idea. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to need something because this is going to be, this is going to be a test for me. Honestly, it's going to be a fucking test. I believe in you. Yeah. I'm getting text messages from friends who already know. They're like, hey man, just keep it together. You know, just, just try to keep keep your shit together. Don't lose, you know. Don't lose your mind, you know. Like, they're already preemptively reaching out to me. That's you know, funny. I'm like, that's that's not necessary. I'm okay. Like, just just take it easy. It sounds know? like it might be necessary, man. Probably. You have good Probably. friends. Thank All right, goodness. let's uh, move on to a different experience that I had this week because it was not nearly as uh, super hot and positive as what we're going to talk about later today. There's a lot of a lot of lessons to be learned in this. For me included. So basically what happened is I, if you guys remember, it was probably about a year ago. So Every bit of it. may have been, you may not remember at all, but we did a staycation where we got a hotel room on the strip. We did that a lot in those days. Yeah. And we were, we would use the room to kind of record in and just have a change of scenery. And then in the evenings we'd go out and either have dinner or have a drink or whatever. And in this particular situation, I had been talking to a guy and he was like, oh, I don't live that far from where you guys are staying. I could come meet you. And if things 
things go well, maybe you and I could play. And I was like, sure. So he comes and meets us. We're at a Mexican restaurant in the Wink Promenade. And we meet this guy. And it was not an instant chemistry thing by any means. He was very attractive, but he was super quiet. Couldn't really look either of us in the eye. No, he was was not just shy. He was very nervous. Yeah. So and then you gave us some space and we kind of warmed up to each other a little bit. And I guess in my head, it was like, well, we already have this hotel room and, you know, we've gone through all of these steps and I'm very physically attracted to the guy. So let's fucking roll the dice and see what happens. We're in Vegas, baby. Roll those dice. Right. So I invite him up to the hotel room. It does not go well. You guys can go back and listen to that episode for all the details, but it just, it was not a great experience. No, it didn't. It, la- it was not a very long experience. It was a very, for you, unfulfilling experience. Well, he also only brought one condom but ripped it off for me to suck his cock halfway through the interaction right so i'm like okay cool so now we literally can't do anything except oral for the rest of the time you're here right and so yeah just horrible planning on his part but anyway he's contacted me a few times since then asking if he can you know have a second chance as he put it and i've always just kind of pushed it off because it's like i'm i don't want to go through that again like that it just was not a great experience i don't think it'd be fair to you it certainly wouldn't be fair to me then we're I'm on one of the apps and I match with him on something, not realizing it's him. So he immediately reaches out and he's like, oh, so you are giving me a second oh, chance. Geez. And I'm like, OK, it's been a year. Let's have a conversation about this. Yeah, I'm going to be you've improved your game. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to be honest about what the issues were and we can have a conversation and see if it makes sense. So I was very honest. I said, you know, the first time there was not a lot of chemistry. You didn't plan ahead. You know, it just did not result in a great experience. You seemed very nervous, very very shy. We just did not have a cerebral connection. He's like, well, you know, I feel like a lot's changed in the last year and I have become a lot more confident of a person and I'd really like for you to give me another shot. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to just see what happens here. So he comes over to the house and we end up having really good sex. Like the sex that we had was solid. It was much better than the first time. He was much more relaxed with me. We sat on the couch for probably 20 or 30 minutes before we actually started playing and he was, you know, conversant and funny and charming. And I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere now. So I fucked the guy. Again, the sex is pretty good. He has a great cock. He knows how to use it. He ate my pussy very well. Everything just went great. Then what happens? I am not exaggerating when I say within two and a half minutes of him coming and pulling out of me, he is running out of our house like a fucking man on fire. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. He literally went to the bathroom, went, used the restroom really quick, dressed, and walked out the door. Didn't give me a hug. Didn't say, hey, thanks, that was great. Didn't say anything about the experience. Just fucking left. And I was like, really? Yeah, that's so fucking incredibly disrespectful it's it's hard to even imagine well i mean it really did just make me feel so used in that moment and listen like again this is about sex and i get that but there has to be a certain level of decency even if it is only sex you can't just treat me like a fucking sex doll that's just supposed to lay there as you run out of the fucking house after fucking me well it's i mean that's one of those completely transactional experiences and it's it it is just frankly disrespectful especially when i talk this is one of those things it's like you're not just dealing with some single gal that you met at a fucking bar and, and it's like, oh, well, you know, that's no big deal. I'm never going to see her again. You know, this is, a, you know, you're a partnered person. I How have, is that know, okay? Well, my point is, though, I have to leave the house. We have to make plans. We have to do all these things. You've also given this guy a second chance. This is not the first go around. This is not some drunken fucking foolery in the back of a car somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? This th- That's not what this is. There are times where it might be, 
not acceptable, but understandable how that happens, this is not one of those times. Right. Right? But only for this asshole to reach back out. Well, okay, so then I don't hear from him at all. I expected, like, maybe he was just, I don't know, got nervous or whatever, and he was going to text me, doesn't text me that night, doesn't text me the day after, doesn't text me the day after that. Finally, third day after he and I had had sex, he reaches back out and says, so when's the next time? That's it. Not, hey, Brenna, how's your day going? I really had a good time with you last time. Maybe we could do it again. Nothing like that. All he said is, so when's the next time? I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind you think you're gonna treat me like i am some sort of worthless piece of meat to you and you're just gonna come over and fuck me anytime you want you are out of your fucking mind man well but that's that the first thing i thought of when you told me that he did that was does this work i mean is this happening a lot are women are they responding to this positively I mean, do you think that's the first time that this jackass has sent a message like that? Well, so I here's my whole thing. I am always trying to find a barometer for what is considered the norm in the lifestyle because I know we're not the fucking norm, okay? I know with 1,000% certainty that there are certain things you and I care about more or less than other people for would sure. in the lifestyle based on our personalities and how we like to operate within this space. For sure. So I reached out to a few of you know my lady friends or people that I you know confide in in this space and ask them how they would have felt in that situation. And every single one of them said the same thing, which is I would have felt fucking horrible. I would have felt very used. I would have felt like I had been taken advantage of and I would never talk to that guy again. And I was like, okay, good. I just want to make sure I am not the problem here. No, listen, you and I have done this quite a bit in the past couple of week or so with confiding in people to make sure that our feelings and our responses to things are validated, right? That to me is, that's a no brainer. Yeah. A fucking no-brainer. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I often think lifestyle or vanilla world, is that response the type of, is that the norm? Like, is that what folks are doing now? Like, like he does that. This can't be the first time he's done that. And if it isn't the first time, has it ever worked prior? I don't fucking... And is that I, why he continues to do it? I guess I don't it? care. So you always go to that part of like, does this work for this guy? The The reality is it doesn't fucking work for me and that's all that matters. No, I'm not saying that it should, but but my thing is, are, are gals allowing that kind of behavior to become acceptable? Well, and if they are, that's their fucking business, but I'm sure as fuck not going to be treated that way. I guess, I mean, the tip here is even if you're in the lifestyle, even if this is only sex, even if you have absolutely no intention of having it be anything more than sex ever, you still have a responsibility to treat people with the utmost respect. Oh, you got to be a decent person. Just be a decent human being. I deserved a lot of respect in this situation. I was the one that had a horrible time the first time, gave the guy a second chance, invited him into my home, poured him a fucking drink. You know, then I'm thinking back to the sex. I was so giving in that thing. Like, he loves getting oral. I sucked this man's cock for probably 25 minutes. I'm gonna have your cock in my mouth for 25 fucking minutes, and you don't even have the decency of thanking me for inviting you to my place? Right fucking rude yeah i mean for me like i said there's a lot of tips involved there first of all if you are given a second chance you you fucked up number one that much time goes by and you're given another opportunity you better pack a fucking lunch you better bring your a game and that goes from the beginning to end exactly you, it's I not mean, just the sex acts themselves it's also how you behave after the sex all of that sex and like before say, sex is easy it's the everything else that goes along with it and once again we say this a lot vegas is a small town yeah 
guess what you're not getting invited to? Guess what we're not going to do for you? You're never going to meet any of our friends. You're never coming to our events. Yep. Your word, your name is shit now in this space as far as we're concerned. Yeah, I, you know? I mean, I don't even give a shit about that. Well, but still, if this is a guy who's serious about being in the lifestyle and wanting to be in this space, in this town, hey, man, uh, you definitely want to be able to add to your resume. Don't put a mark on it. Yeah. You know, it's just fucking stupid. Yeah. It's short-term it was, thinking. It was very, very offensive to me. I did not like it at all. And needless to say, I will never be fucking this man again. No. The fact that he thought that that was even on the table was laughable to me. Uh, it says a lot to me, though, man. It really does. It tells me that there is some world in which that behavior has been acceptable to for someone. Well, and, and that's I guess, unfortunate. I guess it would be different if I was the type that just had this completely transactional sex. If I went to a lifestyle club and I met a guy and within five minutes of meeting him, I was having sex with him and then afterwards I was like bye never see you again and that's how I behaved in the lifestyle right. I mean at that point you kind of have to expect you're going to get it back from people For right sure. you put out you you get back what you put out yeah. with me I go so far out of my way to make sure that these guys feel fucking comfortable <laughs> I make sure the lighting is right the music is right I ask them ahead of time what they like to drink make sure that I have something available for them when they come in so I'm being a good hostess I set out towels I set out wipes I make sure I have the condoms and lubes ready to go so that there isn't any awkward fumbling. I go through all of this fucking effort to make sure it's a good joint mutual experience and you don't even have the decency to like spend two minutes talking to me after sex. Well, but that's, I mean, we just talked about this, I think a little bit on the bonus episode. That just goes to how we have been behaving this entire time and how, because that's how we behave in normative life. Well, right, I've where, always been the type that just goes above and beyond right. when it, especially when I'm dealing with other people. For sure. Like I've always, and that goes back to like my childhood and everything. Yeah, my mom was like the best that. host in the entire world. We used to have, you know, big parties at our house and it was always like, you would just do anything you possibly could to make people feel comfortable, to make them feel good in your space, yeah, all of, of those things. Well, I come from the world of hospitality. It's all I've ever done. So we always do that. And a lot of times, a lot of times it's to our detriment, but we don't stop doing it. Because it's just not who we are. No. You know, so we open ourselves up to this kind of bullshit. But what we, what you can't do, shouldn't do, and we won't do is abide it. It'll never happen with this guy again. Right, exactly. That, that's the only thing you can do. Yeah, I gave you a second chance because I do deserve, think everyone deserves a second chance in these types of scenarios. Maybe he just was nervous. You know, that's what kept going through my mind when I invited him back over. Right. Nope, psych, he's just a fucking dick. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. guess what? Come on, guys. Jeez. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? No shit. <laughs> well, I uh, was not fooled by the gentleman that we're going to be talking about today. I had so much fun with him. We had an absolute blast of a first date. Yeah, I can and tell I by do... the trash can full of condoms, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and you guys are going to hear how that happened. But I also think the lead up to it, like the actual first meeting, was very unique and exciting. So we're going to be sharing all of those details very shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Permescent. You guys probably know from listening to the show that I absolutely love playing with toys. I have a plethora of them at my fingertips, but I'm always looking for ways to up the ante when I'm having my solo fun. And that's why I want to highlight one of the amazing products from Permescent, their warming female arousal gel. All it does is give you a little bit of an extra tingle and a warming sensation. You can obviously use it with a partner too, but I think when you're using it during solo play, it takes things 
to the next level and provides so much pleasure for me personally. This is a product I have recommended to so many ladies out there, especially if you need a little bit of extra stimuli in order to get where you want to be during play. This is a great tool to have in your arsenal. Pull it out during play with others or alone to just make sure you're having as much fun as humanly possible. And Permescent has a ton of great products for everyone, whether you are a penis having person, a vulva having person, doesn't matter. They have amazing products that you can check out and get a discount because listeners of our show right now can go to promescent.com FPS for 10% off of all of their products. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com FPS for 10% off of all of their amazing bedroom wellness products. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Shameless Care. Erectile dysfunction is nothing to be ashamed of. New partners can absolutely turn you on, but they can also turn up your anxiety. So even if you're having a great time, you can find it difficult to maintain what needs to be maintained. Erectile dysfunction is so common in the non-monogamous world, and the good news is it is now easier and more convenient than ever to get handled thanks to Shameless Care. All you have to do is go to their website, fill out a quick intake form, and if if accepted, they're going to ship ED medication directly to your door in discreet packaging. It couldn't be easier. You can remove the doctor's visits, those awkward face-to-face conversations with the doctor, and just get what you need sent directly to your door. And right now, you can do it at a discount. When you go to shamelesscare.com and sign up for that month of ED medication, you can get $30 off by using the promo code FPS. Again, that's shamelesscare.com. Use the code FPS for $30 off your first month of ED medication. July 16th, we have quite the event in store. We are so excited to once again be hosting in conjunction with Sea Mountain Las Vegas. If you guys are not familiar with this venue, it is unlike any other out there. It is so special. It is so beautiful. Pristine pools, an amazing hot tub, beautiful cabanas and day beds, and also play space. This is really a world of indulgence. And right now, locals of Las Vegas and other people who use our website to sign up for the event can get a discount on Sea Mountain tickets when you join us on July 16th. Head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com right now to fill out your free membership application and see all of the information on our upcoming pool party at Sea Mountain. Bear it all in the Las Vegas sun with us on July 16th. So one of the things you and I have been talking a lot about lately is what opportunities make the most sense for us, what type of things really speak to us in the lifestyle. I think because we're overthinkers, we analyze everything to fucking death, as everyone listening to the show right now probably already knows. Yeah, for sure. We definitely tend to kind of suck the fun out of certain situations and and maybe take things a little bit too seriously at times, too. And I think the retelling that I have for everyone today is a showing of me not doing that, just really riding the wave, letting the universe kind of fall into place as it's supposed to, and having ridiculously hot fucking sex as a result of that. Yeah, we're definitely victims of our own internal fucking struggles with beating things to death. And I think sometimes that is warranted. Uh, However, in a lot of circumstances pertaining to the lifestyle, for us, probably unnecessary. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I do think it sometimes results in us missing out on certain opportunities. There's no question about that. What I will say is this first meeting with this guy that I'm going to talk about, this is a completely new guy to me. He and I have been talking for months about getting together, but he had some personal things going on. And then when he was available, he was really available during times that just made absolutely no sense for us. So now his world has kind of leveled out. We started talking again. And I'm so glad that we met because it was this undeniable thing. Like if I had walked away from this or if I had overthought this, I would have been the dumbest bitch in the world because he and I had this instant fucking lustful chemistry with each other. And it was just so exciting. You actually met him like a little later on at night than we normally would meet people. Much later. And that was actually kind of part of this whole story because typically what happens is I I will fuck on a first date. Let's call what it is. You and I fucked on the first date. Sure we did. (laughs) And I have been known to do that. So I'm not the type that's like, okay, we're going to meet on this day, but we can't play on that day. We have to wait till a future day. I like to just feel the chemistry and see how things naturally fall into place. It's usually a 50-50 kind of thing, whether it's the same night or not. But with this particular situation, because it was so late at night that I was meeting him, I told him ahead of time, there is no option for play. Because if we hang out, I think I met him at like 8.30 at night. And so we probably wouldn't have left. I don't think we even left the place till 10 p.m. Then we're going to come back and just start fucking? Like, no, that's way too fucking late. Yeah, you're cutting into my bedtime. Although I haven't been fucking sleeping, so I would have just sat on the couch. Well, that would have been weird for everyone involved. (laughs) Exhausted Brian, just like, hey, bro, have fun fucking my lady. Yeah, I'll be out here just kind of watching old TV. Watching NYPD Blues while my girl yeah. gets banged. Old reruns. Oh my God. Yeah, that would have been bad. So yeah. I'm glad we didn't do that. But I do think that added to kind of the allure of it. Like we knew there was no play on the table that first day. So I met him, I think it was Thursday night. And we go and we have a drink at this place that you and I go to pretty regularly. It's pretty close to our home. And I got there a few minutes early. And what I will say too is this guy had sent me some photos ahead of time. And I knew that he was attractive. I had seen the pictures of him. He'd showed me like full body. I'd seen his face. I'd seen his cock. I'd seen it all at this point and vice versa. We, you know, we're very flirtatious with each other leading up to this, but the guy walks in and he's way hotter in person than he was in his photos, which is very fucking rare. (laughs) Yeah. It's normally the other way around. Exactly. Yeah. Usually I'm like, there's no Photoshop in the real world. How many years ago was that photo? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's no, no filters or any of that shit when you meet somebody at a fucking bar. Yeah, exactly. And he was so much more attractive. I was like, oh, this is interesting. But the other thing is he comes up, he gives me a smile. We hug, we sit down together. We're not even sitting across the table from each other for three minutes. And I'm like, I want to fuck this. I was wondering if you were, if you had sat at a table, if you were outside on the patio there, if you were at the bar or where you were. Well, we started inside at a booth. We were sitting across from each other. We had a drink inside. And like I said, I mean, it was just this, it was this unspoken thing. It wasn't anything that he said. It wasn't even necessarily what he looked like. It was just this instant kind of magnetism. And I don't have that with a lot of people. I think typically, much like you, I'm very cerebrally driven. So a lot of times it's like, "Ah, okay, this is going okay. But as time goes on, as I talk to them more, as I see more of their personality, as they're silly with me or whatever they are, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I kind of want to fuck this person. That is far more common for me than what happened in this particular situation. It was this instant like, oh man, I need this guy's cock at some point. This has got to happen. So that was really, really interesting to to experience for the first time in a while. Probably 
I would imagine what lent to you being with him for so long because it, I mean you were out, you were gone for like two hours just hanging out. Yeah, that's a long time for you to just be kind of getting to know someone in that situation for the first time. Certainly without me there. A hundred percent. So we sat at the booth together inside. We had a drink together. It was very flirtatious. I mean, he was very forthcoming with like giving me compliments telling me he thought I was beautiful that he loves my shape that he loved the photos that I sent him you know there were a couple of times that he would kind of smile at me across the table and be like so how do you think this is going and it was just very fun and effortless there was never a moment during that first meeting that felt awkward and this is from the queen of fucking awkwardness for sure I make things awkward it's hardly ever the dudes it's almost always me getting in my own fucking head like I said overthinking things and all of a sudden I'm starting to think about like, does he really think I'm cute? Does he think, you know, does he just want to get laid? Right, right. All of these weird thoughts start going through my head. And I never experienced that with this guy. So anyway, we talked inside for probably about an hour and a half. And then he was like, I want to have another drink, but do you want to go sit on the patio with me instead now that it's cooling down? Yeah. I was like, absolutely. So the place we were at has this great patio with like misters. It's just perfect. I prefer the outdoor space of that store, of that location. Yeah, and it also has these very kind of cool L-shaped benches that have tables pushed up to them that you can sit at. So it's very easy to be like right next to each other without it being weird. You know what I mean? So we were still kind of facing each other. We were perpendicular to each other, if you will, kind of sitting at the table together. And he starts kind of touching me. He's touching on my leg a little bit. He's reaching around and kind of rubbing on my neck and on my shoulders. And then he was like, can I kiss you? And I was like, absolutely. And what ensued from there was one of the most heated naughty makeout sessions of my life on a fucking patio at a bar in a very busy area by the way yeah that's it's like the busiest area in our area yeah it's this big kind of shopping entertainment complex and there's constant foot traffic going by now it was later at this point so it wasn't like there was a bunch of fucking kids around or anything like that no and it was also dark and they had done a really nice job of kind of dimming the lights outside so it wasn't glaringly bright well that area is not like super family oriented where you were i don't even think there's i've never even seen kids in there right there No. no so anyway i felt pretty comfortable just fucking letting it loose and we are making out with each other at this fucking table hands all over each other there was one moment i had a like a kind of a looser fitting shirt on this like little baby doll shirt number it was really cute I like it. And he slid his hand up the back of my shirt and was like massaging my bare skin on my back. I am instantly fucking wet at this whole thing. He is the best kisser. He smells so good. There was definitely this like hormonal thing going on where I was like, I just need to fuck this guy. Like I, if I wouldn't have gotten arrested, I would have fucked him right there. You totally would have gotten arrested. Yeah. I told, I don't need to make that, get that phone call at 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) (laughs) if i ever get arrested that's what it will be for for sure indecent exposure i can't think of anything else i would get arrested for no question (laughs) rude and lascivious conduct yeah so then i'm kind of like very lightly rubbing his cock under the table a little bit and then i just start giggling like i i get in this weird mode of like you know we're it's pretty fucking hot and heavy and there was a table of like eight women that was pretty close by and i kind of looked up at one point and they're all staying at us and i'm like of course they are oh god (laughs) 
Of course they are. <laughs> so I start uncontrollably giggling. And I mean, the whole thing was just so fun. It felt like I was back in high school. It was just that very carefree type of energy. Right, right. So much fun. So anyway, we decide we're going to part ways. But he made it very, very clear that night. I want to see you soon. You know, he's like, I do have a busy schedule coming up. But if you have any pockets of time, please let me know. I will do my best to make time. He really wanted to hang out with me before we left for New Orleans. Right. So again, we had been going through some personal things. So I came to you that night and was like, I don't know how you feel about me being with him tomorrow night, but if it can happen that quickly, I would like for it to happen. What well, worked out really well, actually, the timing was perfect because you had him come over at about the time that I was leaving to go deal with some of this dumb shit we've been dealing with. And, and the timing, honestly, was 100% spot on. Yeah. Right? I went and dealt with my shit, got done much quicker than I expected, so I just took myself to dinner and waited for you to, to reach out. Yeah. You know, so it worked out perfectly. So he was very accommodating. He's like, yeah, I uh, need to find childcare. I need to do this. I need to do that. But I will make time. I want to play with you very badly. So, I mean, again, that was the other thing is I never felt once like this was, unlike the other guy we just talked about, I never once felt like this was a guy who was just trying to get the dick wet and get out the fucking door. That is not what this was. No, if you've got to make arrangements, like you've got, you know, he's a single dad. He's got to get childcare. He's got to figure out work schedule you're instantly having to put forth some effort so that translates into not just your average douchebag simply just trying to get laid it's not like a again it's not a transactional thing he's taking the time to get it done right well and also when i told him i wanted him to come over it instantly was like oh my god i'm so glad you're making time thank you so much just very just a nice fucking dude he's a good dude so anyway he comes over friday night and, <laughs> and this is the day after you met him, or the or was it two days? Back to back days. Got Thursday you. night okay. I went out with him for the first time. Friday night he and right, I played. Right, right, right. So he comes over to the house, and we I pour him a drink. We're sitting on the couch together. It was not probably five minutes of us sitting there and talking before our hands are moving all over each other. Right. He is, and he's fucking slick, man. Like he's rubbing my leg at one point. I had on lingerie, I put on like a black robe over this little piece of lilac colored lingerie. And he starts kind of rubbing my leg and then my robe kind of falls open. So one of my legs is exposed. So he starts just kind of like dancing his fingers up and down my leg. The other thing that I really liked is we had talked even before we met about what are some of the things we both like out of sex what do we what do we both appreciate out of play sessions so he had all of that information going in and i feel like a lot of what happened during this play session was him being very strategic and remembering the things that i had told him to create this really amazing experience well that's just i mean obviously he's not a young dude he's well he's in his 40s right he's 40 years old no i think he's 37 well but there's some maturity there there's a sexual iq there yeah he took the mental notes and, and was like you know, he took that information and, and made it work kind of yeah. thing, right? Th- that's something that, you know, some of these guys just don't understand. Yeah. It doesn't even compute. So we're sitting on the couch. He's, like I said, rubbing my bare leg. And then we start kissing. He asked if he can kiss me. I said, absolutely. So we start kissing, making out with each other on the couch. It starts out very slow. I mean, he's just very lightly kissing my lips, very lightly kind of licking my lips, which I don't usually like. But for whatever reason, the way he was doing it, and I guess just being in the right mindset, I was like, this is fucking hot. It felt naughty. Yeah, whatever works in the moment. He stopped kissing me and like stuck out his tongue and very lightly just like danced his tongue around my lips. And I was like, this is fucking fucking hot. I like this. So, I mean, again, the other thing too is like, I need 
to realize, and I don't know why I fucking haven't learned this lesson as long as we've been in the lifestyle. When I am into a person, I'm into just about everything that can happen with that person. Right. Uh, the door is fucking wide open. You can lick my lips. You can fucking do just about anything. If I'm in the right mindset with the right person, it is fucking all bets are off. Yeah. And when it's not with the right person, that's when I start getting weird about things like, oh, I don't want to do this with him. I don't want to do that with him or this feels weird. So I need to just, you know, make sure I actually fucking really like the people I'm fucking, which is like no fucking shit, Brenna. But yeah, it's it's almost like a uh-huh moment. Like, yeah, that, that's that makes fucking sense. Yeah. yeah got you it. dumbass. Why yeah. did it take you this long to figure it the fuck out? I don't know, because I'm stupid. Okay. Same. Same. <laughs> So anyway, he's licking my lips. And then that's the other thing he did. I love when people kiss on my ear or like nibble on my ear. I don't usually like anyone licking on my ear or like licking in general. I'm just not really a big fan of. But he was doing it in the most erotic, sexy way. It wasn't like a dog panting on my ear, you know, sticking his tongue in my ear or anything like that. You know, lapping it up. No, it was just this very soft, sensual, like tease almost. It was so sexy. And meanwhile, I'm running my hands up and down him. He has an amazing body. He's a smaller statured guy. Like he's probably, I don't know. I wouldn't say he's taller than five, six, five, seven. And he's oh, I had mus- a different impression of who he Because I have no idea what the dude looks like. Huh? Yeah, he's probably five, six or five, seven. He's muscular, but he's not a big guy. He's just a smaller statured man, right. which is not necessarily always my thing. But again, there was fucking chemistry. And I mean, he was beautiful. So I shouldn't say he's not my type because he absolutely is. Right. Just, you know, I usually go for taller bigger men but for whatever reason I mean just the chemistry between the two of us didn't fucking matter so anyway I'm rubbing my hands up and down his arms at one point I feel his muscles rippling under his shirt I'm just getting so turned on by this whole thing we start making out again I throw one of my legs over him so I'm basically like mounting him on the couch just making out with him he pulls my lingerie down kind of opens my robe more starts nibbling on my tits and he's like I know that you like them bitten do you want me to bite them and I was like fuck yes I do so he starts just very lightly biting on my nipples and I tell him to go harder so he does and then I reach down start playing with my pussy dripping fucking wet literally dripping wet to the point there was one moment I'm seated on the couch I don't know how we ended up back in this position but I'm seated on the couch he's kind of standing in front of me kneeling down to kiss me and just touch me and then I was like I think we should go to the bedroom and he's like absolutely I stand up and there's a fucking wet spot on the couch that's how turned on I was by this entire thing I noticed it Did you? Yes. Was it still wet when you got home? Of course it was. Oh my God, that's funny. (laughs) I love that. So anyway, yeah, I was very turned on. So we go into the bedroom and I had everything set up too. Like I was really putting in the effort with this guy. I wanted him to be impressed by the scenario as well as me. So I had our constellation light going in the bedroom. I had music playing, very kind of sexy, sensual music. I had, you know, all of the other lights and candles that I typically put on when I'm really trying to create a mood. They were all lit up ready to go so we go into the bedroom the only light on is this constellation light which if you guys don't know what it is it literally it looks like a galaxy that it's putting up on your wall and on the ceiling and it's sexy because it's not this glaring light and it kind of moves it's very i don't know just creates an ambience it's a a rhythmic ambient light it's just soft 
Yeah, and it feels sexy to me. I don't know. I just fucking love it. So anyway, we get in the bedroom and we are kind of kissing again. I'm kneeling on the edge of the bed and he's kind of leaning down to kiss me. And I was like, I really want to see that cock. And he's like, okay, perfect. So he very slowly starts unbuttoning his pants, undoing his belt, takes down his pants, takes down his boxer briefs. His cock is already rock fucking hard. It like boings out of his fucking boxer briefs, which I fucking love that. You know, it's it's sexy it's like he's already so turned on i haven't even touched his cock yet yeah, it's for sure. rock fucking hard just popping out like a fucking jack-in-the-box <laughs> so of course i have to suck it and it is it really is the perfect cock i mean a lot of the men in my life that i've been fucking lately have this same type of cock of course i like big cocks everyone knows that but there is such a thing as too big of a cock yeah. for certain things or especially for longer play sessions if you have a fucking 12 inch cock six inches around we're not fucking for two hours there's right. no way so i like the fact that it's like the perfect size for me it's probably nine and a half to ten inches and thick but not coke can thick you right. know what i mean it yeah. was just lovely and very aesthetically pleasing so i started sucking on his cock and and very lightly start playing with his balls and his balls were so soft probably moisturizes too loved oh my god i don't feel like enough men think of those things i certainly do i shave it you gotta moisturize the tactile nature of sex escapes men sometimes like of course if you like your balls being played with and you want me to play with them more you should make sure that your balls are very nice and soft and smooth and all of those things well it's the nuances right it's like anything else if you want first of all if you want your partner to do something you should probably do it first you want your butthole licked you better start licking some butthole right (laughs) So, I mean, that's a great way for someone to know that that's what you're looking for. You want someone to lick your balls, shave those motherfuckers, and moisturize them. There's no better way to, I mean, you could shine a light on them. There's no better way to show someone that you want some attention on them unless they're properly groomed. Oh, well, they were very to. properly groomed. It was fucking amazing. So anyway, I'm kind of playing with them a little bit. I'm sucking on his cock. Then I kind of stop and I play with his balls with my tongue a little bit. And I'm kind of just stroking on his cock. And the he's making all of these really, really nice noises. It wasn't like loud, guttural, animalistic noises. It was more so just this very soft moaning, which I fucking loved too. It just, the entire thing felt very sensual. The play that he and I talked about leading up to this was like, we're open to whatever dynamic is created between the two of us we both have had very rough play sessions obviously i have and he has too he has done some bdsm things he loves to spank but i was like i just want us to go into this with whatever happens happens not a plan of this is going to be a rough session you know what i mean well that's just one of those other things it's like you know the spontaneity of things and the organic nature of things just makes more sense a lot of times Absolutely. So, and the other thing that I really loved is I had my hair up while I was sucking his cock and he's just very lightly kind of moving his fingers into my hair to like hold on to the back of my head, not force it down on him, but guide it onto his cock. So it was this, it wasn't aggressive or more, I guess, assertive move, but it still felt sensual because it wasn't like he was just jamming it down my fucking throat. It was more so like, I'm going to take the lead here. And that was a huge turn on to me. So then I lay down on the bed on my back he starts going down on me he actually grabbed a condom before he started going down on me unwrapped it and had it laying out on the bed pro fucking move so, right listen, there i'm taking a fucking page out of my book jack that's the first fucking thing i do so he starts going down on me and this is where the dirty tar- talk starts which you all know i f- am such a fucking sucker for you know i'm starting to say things like yes lick that pussy just like that i asked him if his cock was still hard and he's like yes i'm like good because i'm gonna need you to fuck me soon i'm so wet and he was like oh my god you 
tastes so good. There was one moment he was kind of, this is very sexy. He got his fingers wet in my pussy and then started to very lightly like massage my pussy lips while he's talking dirty to me. So he took a little break from licking my pussy so that he could tell me dirty things. He's like, oh my gosh, this pussy smells so good. It tastes so good. You're so smooth. This is amazing. I could spend all day down here. And I'm like, good, because your mouth feels so good. Your fingers feel so good. And it was just fucking hot. So then, of course, I'm like, I really need you to fuck me. And he's like, absolutely. So he puts the condom on, gets on top of me, starts fucking me. It was fucking passionate. We are making out with each other. I am running my hands all the way up and down his back. His back is just so muscular and rippling and sexy. And there was one moment he kind of pulled away from making out with me. And he was like, I knew this pussy was going to feel good. And I was like, oh, I love that. What a fucking turn on. Well, you're a total whore for any compliments anyway. So especially about my pussy. For sure. (laughs) It's like a point of pride, you know? For sure, for that. (laughs) Listen, we all have to have things that are our strengths. Mine is having a delightful pussy. No question. And it's I'm very humble about it as well, if you you can't tell. You're incredibly (laughs) humble and (laughs) self-aware. So I am self-aware. I know that I have a good (laughs) pussy, okay? (laughs) I know that there are certain flaws that I have, but the pussy is not one of them. So he fucks me like that for a while, and I came multiple times. I mean, it was just fucking delightful. And then he pulls out of me, and he starts fingering me again, and he's like, are you a squirter? And I was like, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. And he's like, well, I'd love for you to squirt all over me. And I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. So he starts playing with my pussy, and he does that lovely come-hither motion with the two fingers, and just starts picking up pace slowly and slowly and slowly and he then he reaches up with the other hand and starts playing with my nipples twisting them grabbing onto my tits i think he slapped one of my tits while he was fingering me yeah that's the combination oh my fucking god it's like the the cheat code to my body for sure i squirted everywhere everywhere all over myself all over him all over the bed when we got off of the bed at one point it was on the floor i fucking squirted everywhere (laughs) so naughty also noticed when i got home well much later when i got home (laughs) so then he's like i need to fuck you again i'm like absolutely so i get on all fours he enters me from the back and he starts spanking me and starts grabbing onto my ass and pulling my hair from the back and i'm like yes use that pussy and he's like yes i'm gonna use that pussy it was just so fucking hot that went on for quite a while and then he flips me back over so i'm now back on my back he enters me again from on top we're making out with each other he starts kind of kissing and biting on my neck and on my earlobe which drove me fucking crazy and he was like i'm i need to feel that pussy pulsate on me again and i was like oh i'm gonna come so i come and almost immediately after he comes and when he came it was fucking sexy because he and i had had a lot of eye contact up to this point as soon as he starts having that orgasmic wave kind of wash over him all of a sudden head tilted back eyes closed moaning like fucking crazy has this fucking amazing orgasm and i'm just looking up at him it was so interesting how this happened because of course i knew this entire time that there was going to be chemistry and that i was physically attracted to him but for whatever reason in that moment as i'm looking at him having this crazy orgasm i'm like fuck this man is hot like i am fucking a hot ass dude right now it was so sexy yeah those when you have those moments it's like wow this is a super fucking attractive person how did this happen right i have that a lot wait you want to fuck me yeah happens to me a lot (laughs) 
because we're both neurotic as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, then he goes and I should also say there were multiple times we're pulling off condoms. We're putting on new condoms. I'm sucking his cock in between all of this. So I turn on the light at one point. He goes to the restroom. I turn on the light to kind of see the damage. That's when I see the fucking squirt all over the floor. And not only that, but there are condom wrappers and used condoms fucking everywhere yeah when i got home i'm like how many fucking dudes were here like there was there was was one one, guy there was one condom in the fucking trash when i got home in the bathroom uh, when i left and now it's i'm like what there's a box of condoms here what has happened (laughs) it got wild because there would be times where you know we fucked for probably an hour and a half close to two hours and it was in every sort of you know different position and all of this shit and i don't know what came over me but every once in a while if he'd stop fucking me i just you know yank off the condom start sucking his cock again no so i don't know i don't know what got into me it was a very different play session that i typically have and i do think it was because there was just this raw natural fucking chemistry well there's something to be said i at this point i'm believing it more and more there's something to be said for uh not thinking so much <laughs> yeah uh, I, I mean really turning it, off your fucking brain a little bit yeah i mean i, I the, for the, for these the past number of days i haven't been able to shut my brain off but the more i think about it it's like you know giving this shit too much brain power does definitely draw some of the the envy uh, and the fun out of it and also it just opens yourself up to the, this whole thing where like you're working these fucking math problems in your head right you're like working through these equations it's fucking exhausting yeah it really is yeah and th- i think this is a perfect example of where i just went with what i was feeling i met this guy we had this crazy fucking instant magnetism to each other and i allowed that to fuel what ended up being two of the hottest hours of sex i've had in a while yeah. i mean and i shouldn't even say that i have had a lot of fucking hot sex when i think back to like my california trip and everything yeah. Yeah. but this was a different type of connection because it was not this ongoing thing where we had been talking all this time and we spent all of this vanilla outside of the bedroom time together this was a situation where we met within an hour of us meeting we're fucking making out on a patio we're fucking almost the second he walks in the door to our house for two fucking hours i mean it was just it was like a needed release i just needed to fuck this guy this was not a want at one point it was like i fucking need that cock no there's no question there's definitely some you know i say you know i say it all the time like you need a win once in a while <laughs> and then you know that's definitely one of them so and unlike the guy that came over that we talked about earlier during single guy tip this guy cleans himself up he comes back in grabs all the condoms puts them in the trash can in the bathroom you know washes his hands comes back lays in bed with me it was not a romantic feeling at all it, that's not what this was but it was a very like friendly come down from everything yeah, for sure and we had a quick chance to talk about how did that feel for you how did that work for you you know do you want to see me again like we talked about those things right there in the moment and i also fucking love that because it just felt natural and it just made sense yeah there's also something we said for that because it's very again it's raw it's organic yeah you know what i mean yeah that, that, that make, that's a big deal so anyway, I absolutely want to see this guy again. I absolutely want him to fuck my brains out again. It was fucking fabulous, as I'm sure you guys can tell from everything that I've just said. Yeah. And the and like you said, afterwards, so you and I had sex before 
this play date. Yes. Because we were talking about the buildup and how excited I was. And you're like, cool, come in here and tell me about it while you suck my cock. Right. So that's exactly what I did. We fucked earlier in the day. Then I fucked this guy. Then you came home. Obviously, we talked about some other stuff for a little while. You had a a few cocktails. I had a lot of cocktails. And then we get into bed at fucking midnight or one o'clock in the morning or whatever the fuck it was and fuck for hours. Yeah, it was at least 1 a.m. Talking about everything that had just happened, how hot it was, how much I wanted to fuck him again. I mean, it was just crazy. It was so much fun. Yeah, that's, you know, you think about it and it's like, we need to do that more often. Fuck yeah, we you do. Know, the, you know, the rest of this is is just academic bullshit. Yeah, it was wonderful. Can't wait to hang out with him again. He's a great guy. And I am going to be talking about this a little bit more on the bonus episode this week. I'm also going to be talking a little bit more about the concept of lust from my perspective, I think, because yeah. that's, uh, that's an important part of this whole story. And sure. I want to kind of dive into that a little bit more because I think it's something I want to focus a little bit more on the lifestyle on. You know what I mean? Like, yes, the cerebral connections are great. And I love to have friends in this space. And I love all of those things. But having raw lust for somebody is truly unmatched when it comes to a hot wife experience. You know what I mean? No, for sure. It's like, I can like you so much. I can think you're the nicest guy in the fucking world. We can have a blast hanging out. But if there isn't that lust there, it's just not the same thing. No, without that, there's something missing. So anyway, we're going to be talking about that more in the bonus episode. If you guys want to hear that, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We also offer a ton of other bonuses there. For example, access to naughty Snapchat and to our Telegram chat group, which is honestly one of our favorite things that we do of anything that we do because we get to talk to people every single day, see them interacting with each other, sharing ideas, sharing pictures, planning trips. I mean, it's just a wonderful, social, safe place to communicate with other lifestylers. So again, that's patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to see the naughtier shit, make sure you head on over to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. Of course, we have a ton of upcoming events. We mentioned earlier in the episode, we're going to be at Sea Mountain again on July 16th. That is a brand new venue to Las Vegas, and it is one not to be missed. It is such a fucking cool place. Oh my God. It is unlike anything else you're going to experience in the entire country in my opinion so we have that coming up we have our sin city saturday pool party happening on august 5th which is going to be a blast we're going to have music and games and giveaways and bottle service and cabanas and day beds and all sorts of cool shit going on for that and then of course shortly after that we have pod bash 2023 yes. which is our big takeover happening here in las vegas that's september 28th through october 1st you can find all of the information on all of our upcoming events and apply for membership free of charge doesn't cost anything to fill out an application even if you don't plan to come to an event now you should go fill out an application on that site because we also let you know you're basically the first ones to know of stuff that's coming up yeah you get first uh dibs on all the cool shit yeah so members.frontporchswingers.com for that i think that's what we have this week that's it we will get back to you after we spend an inordinate amount of time in new orleans Don't act so excited. I'm excited. See you guys in New Orleans if you're going. And thank you very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.